There we go. Okay. <laughs> Three, two, and one. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Everyday Strong with Dr. Michael G. Downs. This is your host, C.B. Baker. And uh, thank everybody for tuning in to Spreaker and finding us on the audio portion of this podcast on Spreaker and on Apple, iTunes, podcast. Uh, wow, we got a lot of people from different countries listening in. Ever since I expanded it, Dr. Daniels, to, um, to reach more people, has just really been picking up. And I would also um, commend you, Dr. Daniels, because a lot of people, a lot of pastors, will not tackle a subject that we tackled a couple weeks ago with, with the sex tapes and sex in, in the church. And I also want to tell people that Dr. Daniels, the, the reason why I joined the church, Enoch Baptist Church, is because Dr. Daniels was, as they say, on the level at everything that he does. And what I mean by that is when you're with Dr. Daniels at his house, he is the same as he is in the pulpit, down to earth, willing to meet you one-on-one and step down off a imaginary pedestal that you may put a pastor on. He's never put himself on that pedestal. And, and this is very commendable. And, and I'd like to thank you, Dr. Daniels, for, for doing that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that sentiment. All right. So we've got a good topic today, Dr. Daniels. The topic today is if you've even been near a TV watching sports and you've heard about the athletes out here being, um, being accused and have allegations against them for domestic violence, uh, rape, or, you know, excessive drug use. And it seems like on their job, this is stuff that's happening off the court or off the field, but on their job, they're getting either suspended or just flat out cut and fired. And is that right? Are we looking, do, do, should we hold the athletes at the same level as this regular average everyday old people that's working at jobs where you are innocent until proven guilty, but it seems like with athletes, they're guilty before they even charge. So Dr. Daniels, what's your thoughts on that? I, I think it really does not, um, doesn't make a lot of sense to me for us to hold athletes to a standard above anybody else. I mean, you know, I, I recognize that some people see them as a role model. I don't know why, but they see them as a role model. Uh, it, it makes little sense to me to see an athlete as a role model when you think about the likelihood of a person becoming a professional athlete. Right. You, you know, I mean, uh, you have a better chance of becoming a, a, a doctor or a lawyer than you do playing, of playing professional football or professional basketball or professional baseball. Uh, because let's face it, uh, very few, if you count the numbers, uh, very few individuals make it to the pros considering how many children play, let's say, high school football. or how many. So, so to me, if you're going to hold somebody up to a standard, you know, it ought to be someone that you really uh, can, can, can meet you know, that particular uh, uh, place where they are. Also, I think that we have kind of taken a little bit too far. You know, the Me Too movement has caused us to um, kind of lose our mind in how we look at domestic violence and, and how we look at uh, sexual assault. You know, there was a time that we didn't take it very seriously, and I admit that, you know, and we should have always taken it seriously. Right. But now we've gotten to the point where we go overboard to try to correct a problem, and that creates another problem. In that now, if, if a person just makes the allegation, we make the presumption that it's a fact, you know. Right. And so now it is guilty until proven innocent. 
And so they treat it as if um, it is impossible for a woman to lie, you know. And if and if a man raises the same issue, you, they laugh at him, you right. know, as if uh, a man cannot cannot deal cannot be um, uh, assaulted by right. a woman. Like and Terry Crews, right? right. And, and you can be, you know. Right. And so yeah, I just think they've gone too far in in, in that regard. And 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 as a society, um, we have a tendency to always do that. Is it, is it take take it beyond the veil, so to speak, uh, to try to correct the problem? Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I, when the Me Too movement had peaked, I was like, man, they're just accusing everybody of everything, and then and then digging up stuff from twenty years ago, right? You know, I, and and I'm like, okay, what 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 is the point of this? You know, and then you start looking at who they was bringing up, right? You know, and then you it wasn't it wasn't too far fetched where you could get to the why, mm-hmm. you know. So people started using it as a as a weapon, you know, against certain people. Sure. But I tell you this, uh, Doctor Daniels, as being a, a former a collegiate athlete, one thing that's always been been mindful that they tell us, you know, when you play big time college football, it's like you got to be careful of how you handle yourself. Because you have to realize that there's a, like a camera, so to speak, on you at all times or a microphone around you. And people always try to get you hemped up to make a name for themselves, mm-hmm. you know, all the way down to, you know, if you get pulled over for this a random, you know, ticket, it could turn into something crazy once they find out you play football at mm-hmm. Oklahoma or whatever major institution that you're playing for. Sure. So. Now, is it is it right for us to hold even. D level and C level celebrities on a on a uh, at a different level as everybody else when it comes time to accusing people. Well, you know, I, th- I think there's two things we have to look at, right? And and one is domestic violence and the impact on on everybody, and one is sexual assault. Okay, and the reason why I'm saying that is this is because you know th- th- when you look if you look at um, people who are celebrities, right? If they're accused of sexual violence, if they're accused I mean, I mean, uh, domestic violence or sexual assault, in certain professions, you lose your job, whether you are convicted or not. The right. allegation right. will cause you to lose your job. But even if you are not um, a, a, a celebrity, uh, you still pay a price. <laughs> you know, you still are assumed guilty rather than uh, them assuming you're innocent, you know. Right. Uh, if, if, if the average person, if a policeman is called to a house, let's say, and that woman says, they attacked me, uh, that's all she has to say. Right. You're going to jail that day. Right. You know, if, there, if there's zero marks on anybody, if she say you attacked her, you're going to jail. If she say you, she, you, you stopped her from leaving the house, right. you're going to jail. <laughs> you, right. you know, and that's what I'm saying is that um, something is wrong. When um, we have taken it to that level, you know, think about this, for example. I, I heard uh, um, different celebrities, and I don't believe they believe it themselves, but I heard them say this. There's never a reason for a man to hit a woman. I don't care what she does to him. Yeah. That's what I've heard them say. And I've heard other people echo that sentiment. Well, that sends a wrong message. Yeah. Because that sends a message to the woman that you can do what you want to do and there will be no repercussion. Right. But domestic violence goes both ways. Yeah. You know, a, a, an assault is an assault. Yeah. So if a woman assaults you, 
she should go to jail. Just like if a man assault a woman, he should go to jail. And a man should be able to defend himself against a woman just like he can defend himself against a man. I mean, reasonable people would say this, that if you're defending yourself, you can use similar force to defend yourself. That's kind of the standard, legal standard that you go by. Right. You know, you can't take a gun, in, you know, and shoot somebody if they're, you know, having a fist fight with you. Uh, unless the person is, you know, such that, you know, they could, lit, you know, they could, I guess, be lethal in their attack on you. Okay. Now, um, but, but, but they say to a man, if it's a woman, no, you can't defend yourself. You know, that, that's, it's a done deal. Right. Because whatever you do, uh, society suggests you're wrong. I think that's crazy. You know, my mother taught me when I was a kid, one simple thing. If they hit you, hit them back. Yeah. She never said if it was a guy or a female. She just said, if anybody hit you, hit them back. All right. My mama did the same thing. She, I remember I came off of school and I said, yeah, this, this girl slapped me. She said, what did you do? I said, I didn't hit her back. She, she said, why? Mm-hmm. She said, if she got, you know, if she put hands on you, she's got to expect it, the same thing to happen back to her. You can give a lick, you take a lick. Right. And, you know, and I tell people that and they look at me, you know, you know, of course, nowadays it's like, what? And it's like, yeah, you know, and but when when I was younger, yeah, I got to fight with a girl. And that's when I realized there was really no it was a no win situation mm-hmm. because the girl got in one got in one lick. This was an elementary school. And all the school talked about was that one lick the girl got it on me. Right. Mm-hmm. And I said, OK, this is a no win situation. So I found out early on that is really no, you know, no win situation that was a scenario. But what I tell people is when they get in a situation where they are being verbally abused by, for the men, getting verbally abused by the female to the point where she's starting to put hands on him because she's underneath this shield of if he responds in a certain way, I can have him put to jail, put in jail, or have him put in, you know, get in some trouble or get a a domestic violence charge. I tell the man, I said, you know what? Leave. That's easier said than done. I, I know, but that's really the only to combat this whole thing. That's really the only only weapon that we've got. You, what you say is good uh, in theory, but what I, I guess what I'm looking for is where is the where is the equity? You know, wh- yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. You know, we can always buy, cow down to societal norms, but the question is. Just because it's a societal norm, should we accept it or should we correct it? And I guess my thought, and I get your point, man. Don't get me right, wrong. Right. My thing is we should correct it because that's not always an option to leave. You know, I mean, it's easy to say I'm going to walk away. But what if as you're walking away, you know, she attacks you? Yeah. Which is what happens oftentimes. Yeah, it happens. And sometimes they, them they, right, they'll say, "Why? you know, you're going to stay here and talk to me. You're going to talk to me. You know, this kind of thing. I, I've been in counseling sessions. And the guy, you know, will be trying to, you know, maintain his, you know, not say nothing. And I hear something, they'll say something, a woman will say something like this. Oh, you can't talk because you ain't with the pastor. Da, 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 you know, and the guy be like, no, that ain't it. That ain't it. And, 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 and the woman will get so frustrated that she'll lean over and pop the guy. You need to talk, you know. Right. That's assault, you know. I mean, could he have got up and walked out of the office? But then that would be kind of disrespectful, I guess, in his mind. I'm disrespecting the counseling session because right. if he gets up and walks out, then she gonna say, "Hey, oh, you walked out of counseling." 
So, you know, I'm just saying, from a practice, not only that, why should you have to leave your home? Yeah. I mean, why? Why is it that the man has to leave, but the woman don't have to leave? Shouldn't we have the same standard? Let's say if you're a woman in your home and you see your husband acting like, you know, he, you can tell, let's say he's, he's an alcoholic or something, right? And you know that when he drinks, he gets violent. And you see him starting to drink. Well, we don't say to the woman, leave the home. Yeah, you're right. We don't say that. You know what we say to the woman? If he act like he gonna hit you, dial 911. Right. Dial 99 right. <laughs> and wait. Right. When he's to give it a swing, pop the other one in there. Right. Boom. So I guess that's what I'm saying is that somehow we have to correct the overcorrection. And I'm saying the same thing about the athletes, right? Because with the athlete or with any celebrity, you know, uh, news reporters, uh, you know, talk show hosts, what have you. Well, how can you, you know, you, you can say leave, but, you know, you've lost your livelihood. You know, right. so let's say that I am um, married, I got two kids, and I'm an athlete, all right? Uh, I, I left my junior year, you know, because I had that kind of athletic you know, ability. Right. Right. So now I'm playing pro ball, all right? And um, I spanked my child. Okay, which is true story, right? right? True, yeah. I spanked my child. Now, what you do is you fire me from my team. Yeah. Now I have no ability to take <laughs> care of my wife. Right. No ability to take, or just spend me. No ability to take care of my child. So, I, you know, it's like, well, what's the punishment? Yeah. I spanked the child, okay? What is the normal punishment if you spank a child? You didn't get fired. Right. Your normal punishment is, Go have some sensitivity training or, you know, whatever, from parenting classes, whatever. But that's not what happened in real life. Right. That player got suspended. For the whole his, year. In his most productive years. Yeah. You know, when he was at his, you know, at, at, at his zenith of his physical abilities. The same thing about, you know, uh, the player that where they had to fight in the elevator yeah. with his wife or whatever, right. you know. Well, the evidence was clear that she hit him first. Yeah. It's right there on the camera. She hit him. But he loses his job, and she pleaded with the NFL. Yep. Pleaded with them, don't fire my husband. I need that money. And the, and the crazy <laughs> thing is about the, that both scenarios, and, and I'm going to call the names out, Adrian Peterson <laughs> and Ray Rice, is both of those instances happen off the field. Mm -hmm. And they got... Ray Rice lost his job. Lost and his never, job. And never, and never made, came. And never back. came back. Never came Adrian back. Adrian Peterson was suspended for a year, and then he he was able to come back. But the thing is, it gets me, and people always want to bring up the Michael Vick situation. Mm -hmm. Michael Vick was convicted. So a, I don't care if he was convicted. But he was convicted. I but, know, but I'm just saying. Well, go ahead and I'll, right. I'll, I'll so jump he in was on this one too. <laughs> but the other two people were not right. They, Ray Rice was off the team before he even got officially charged. Right. Um, as soon uh, as the tape came out. As soon as the tape came out, he was done. Uh, to my knowledge, Adrian Peterson was convicted of a misdemeanor, but then he was even suspended before then. So the question I got, Dr. Daniels, is if this is Joe Blow working at um, working at Wells Fargo Bank. Mm -hmm. Vice president. Right. Well, what Does he lose his job no. over allegation? No. No. No, and he probably won't even lose his job if he's convicted as long as he doesn't spend jail time. Right. 
you know, uh, a bit a misdemeanor, a misdemeanor, a misdemeanor is a misdemeanor, right? right? And so if, if you, or let's say, or if you're in the military, if you get a misdemeanor child abuse charge, I can take, I know personally, I know someone this happened to, right. they did not, they were not demoted in the military. They did not get put out in the military. In right. fact, they ended up retiring from the military. Right. So, yeah, it, so it's good. Uncle Sam says it's okay. Right. In, in other words, okay. Now, here's the thing. I believe in punishing criminals. I think that we have to have a system that punishes you. But which one of us wants to be punished twice? Yeah. That's double jeopardy. Yeah. Okay. Let's take Michael Vick. Michael Vick, um, who was not fighting the dogs. Michael, it happened to be at his house. Right. He was not involved in it personally. He didn't have a dog. He was somewhere else. Right. Okay. But okay. But they, they convicted him anyway. Now, um, but he served, he served the time. Right. Once you serve the time, it should be over with. Right. Right. And, and fortunately for him, Tony Dungy mentored him, got him back on the team. Right. Okay. Good deal. Now, you take the other players. Uh, and uh, in one instance, you slap your wife. In one instance, you beat your child. Which one of those situations, which victim is better able to defend themselves. Think about it. The grown woman. Right. See, the child is the, is the one that cannot defend themselves. Right. The, the severity of punishment went to the gentleman that hit his wife, not to the one that hit the defenseless child. Right. See, that's why I'm saying that we've gone too far. You would think if you're going to really say to somebody, you got to go, you would have put the person out of the NFL that abused the child because the child is defenseless. The woman initiated the, the fight. Right. But, but that's the person that got the harshest punishment. That's what I'm saying. It makes no sense. There's no equity in it. There's no rhyme or reason in it. It's just, we're going to do it because of public opinion. I get it. Football is a money sport, but let's be for real. If uh, the Ravens had not put him out, Nobody would have turned them tickets back in. No, we would not have. It, it still went. They still watch them games, right? Because it, the crazy thing is, we're thinking NBA players and NFL players are running for office, right? You know, and until recently, which is a whole other topic, until Trump got in office, you you would you would you you at least held some type of standard, like okay, for something like that, we run it for office, right? They, they play a sport. They dribble a basketball. They throw a football. They line up and hit somebody. Matter of fact, with football, it's one is the most violent game that you can play and get paid for. Mm -hmm. And then we turn around and get shocked when one of these players is doing something is doing something violent outside of football. Like right. no, right? You know, it's like if if you knew some of these guys that, that I know. You would you'd be like, wow. Like some of them, you would be amazed that they're able to keep, you know, how they are in the field is how they are in real life. Sure. You know, it's like what, you know, like everybody got shocked about Mike Tyson when he was boxing. It's like, look at what he's doing in the ring. Why would you think it just a, a switch flips off when he's outside of the ring? Right. You know? Yeah. But even with that, why would you hold him? Like even in boxing, they didn't hold it. He, they had to literally convict him and put him in jail. 
before. Oh, but he came back. But he came, right. See, see, they didn't say, Mike, you cannot fight anymore. Right. Mike was convicted of rape. Right. Right? That's why I say there's no rhyme or reason to it. Mike was convicted of raping a young girl, came out and kept right on fighting. Right. Not only did he keep fighting, Mike starred in movies. Yeah. Mike has had his own cartoon and still has his own cartoon show. Right. So you know, that's what there's no rhyme or reason. And this is what we know. People did not stop coming to see Mike Tyson fight. Yeah. Mike bit Holy uh, uh, Holyfield's ear. Holy ear. Right. And they, matter of fact, they wanted to see him fight yeah, again yeah. now. Right. He might bite the other ear. See, see, when it's, it's a false narrative when they say, well, um, we're doing this so that, you know, we can appease our, you know, our audience and so that because we don't want to lose money or we want to set an example. We want to, we want to show the integrity of, 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 of us. Let's get for real. Those owners, the, the integrity, please. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you know, but that's the way they want to come across that. And, 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 you know, and, and the commissioner that, that I'm above the fray. And so therefore we want to set the, set the example, please. It's about dollars and cents. Now I get, they were worried about women walking away, but no one walked away from, from, from boxing right. when people did stuff. No. And, and see, people will only walk away. Uh, um, for about 30 seconds. Yeah. No, they're going to still tune in. Right. They're going to tune in. They're going to watch it. But to me, the issue shouldn't just be money. And I get it. You got to make a living for the owners. It should be about equity. Where's the standard? Yeah. If, if, if I can do, if I can rape you and come back and, and then you're telling me if my wife and I get an altercation that she initiates, right. I'm done when she's pleading with you. No, I don't want my husband to lose his job. My husband need that money. I right. need that money. I, right. We have a family. We got, we got bills to pay. See, they didn't just punish him. They punished her. Yeah. So, yeah right. And it's, it's all around just it's crazy. But I'm, I bet if you were to look, look at the statistics of what race gets, gets put out mm -hmm. or fired mm -hmm. or, you know, not not let back in the league, right. you know, or, you know what I'm saying? It's most likely going to, it's going to skew towards, you know, people of color. It, it, it appears that way. Right. Because you can look at, you look at the argument of what Ben Roethlisberger, you know, what happened with him. He missed not one not game, one game, not one game. And that's before they had the, the policy in place, you know, because the Ray, the Ray Rice incident is the reason why they put the, the domestic violence policy in place. And then they had, I can't think of the female's name elevated her, created a position for her and NFL to monitor all of these allegations that come down to put some type of weight or something behind it. Mm -hmm. You know, we kind of knew it was a publicity thing. We trying to, you know, help the image of the NFL. But like you said, honestly, if you want to go by what hurt the NFL more, it was them not allowing Colin Kaepernick and colluding Right. To keep him out of the NFL, that hurt the image of the NFL yeah. more right. than this other stuff did. Right. See, see, they didn't care about how minorities felt. Right. They didn't care, even though most of the players are minority. Yeah. You know, I'm upset from a personal thing about Callen, uh, uh, Kaepernick because uh, the Indianapolis coach just lost two starting quarterbacks. <laughs> right. right. And we we were in number we were number one in AFC South in playoff contention. And them dummies didn't have sense enough to call Kaepernick up and say, right. we want you to come play for us. That's a whole nother story.
But you want to know why? But you want to know why they they are not calling Colin Kaepernick? Mm-hmm. It's because they don't want to rip the bandaid off. Oh, I know why. You know, but it's but this is the point that we're, I think what yeah. we're talking about mm-hmm. is the NFL themselves being scared. They don't want to admit they're wrong. Right there, you go. Just say, look, come on back in. It's a new cycle of about a week, and it's done. Kaepernick is back on. on the team, and you, and you move on. Move on, because. What they stopped them from doing had nothing to do with what he was doing anyway. Number one, right? You know, so that that's that's why I said, that's why I'm saying it's a whole other story because right. that you know they made it out of something that he even said it's not why I'm doing it. Right. Okay. Now, but you know, think about another celebrity, for example. That's what I'm saying that we have missed the boat. We've overcorrected. Okay, Jay Z is in the elevator with his wife and his. <laughs> Yeah. And his sister-in-law, right? right? She attacks him violently. Right. Violently. Right? The evidence is there that she attacks him. Yeah. No one prosecuted her. Right. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. If anything, it elevated her career. Right. So a woman can attack a man and 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 no charges, no charges brought. And see, here's what the law says in most states. And I don't know about New York, but I know how it is in Virginia, North Carolina, and most states. You don't have to press charges. The state presses the charge. So you can say, I don't want to press charges on, in Maryland the same way. That You can say, I don't want to press charges. I know you saw that person hit me, but I don't want to press charges. In domestic violence, you don't have a choice because the state presses the charge. And the reason why they do that is because they say that women oftentimes will not press right. charges because of their fear or their love. Right. Okay. So if that's the case, why would Jay-Z have to press charges? Why wouldn't they have just, you know, arrested her, charged her? Here's the evidence. Here's the tape. Because with the uh, Baltimore incident, his wife didn't press charges. That's right. But yet he was still held accountable. Right. See, that, that's what I'm saying. The standard that makes no sense. There is no equity in the way that they apply it. Uh, so my thing is simple. It, should you press charges for domestic violence? Of course. But it has to go both ways. Yeah. Should it be equitable? Of course. If a woman hits a man, she should have to pay the price. It should be known that she will pay the price. And that way... Women won't provoke a man to hit him. Yeah. Because if you keep hitting me after a while, something might happen. Right. You know, I might forget that you are uh, uh, what they call the weaker sex. Cause right. I don't believe all women are the weaker sex. In <laughs> fact, <clears throat> here's the other dynamic. And I'll say this in, you know, and I know our time is limited. You fight for equality. Yeah. You tell me you can do the same job I can do. You tell me that, that you should have the right to go to war and, and serve in a combat role. You tell me that you should have the right to be a first responder as a policeman or a firefighter. So you tell me that you are physical enough to bring down a criminal. Right. But then you tell me, but if you hit me, you're too weak for me to hit you back. And I'm, I'm not advocating we, you know, violence. I'm not advocating you hit a woman back. All I'm saying is that if she give the lick, then don't be all upset because you had to take one back. Don't give the lick. You want to take one back. You keep your hands to yourself. I right. keep my hands to myself. 
And I think that's what we should be teaching people. Not that a man should never hit a woman. We should be teaching people that a woman should never hit a man. Right. No one should ever hit anybody. You know, I was I was talking with somebody and and I was mentioning that that dynamic. And I said, you want to know why um, women are doing this? Specifically black women that do it. It's because they're angry. And it's anger that's not being addressed. But it's coming out as violence towards the black man. Mm -hmm. But they're angry about the system itself, but it's it's being directed at the wrong person. Because you can see see situations to where, where I've even seen and heard of situations where a man would just not take out the trash or not do something around the house. And the woman completely goes off on him on, on something different, mm-hmm. something, you know, small. Mm-hmm. And then we'll bring, and we all heard about this and bring something up that happened 20 years ago mm-hmm. and make mm-hmm. it fresh right then mm-hmm. to, to justify why they're going off on him. But why mm-hmm. are you so angry? You know, it's like, it's not because he didn't do X, Y, and Z. And it's not mm-hmm. because you know, something he did 20 years ago. Sure. You know, so I, let's nail that down. Well, I don't think it's just black women. I think it's life. Yeah. For example, I don't know if you, my, my wife watches Snapped all the time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. In the ID channel. Right. Who kills men the most? Yeah. It, it, women. White women. Yeah. See, it, now, I, okay, slap me, but they be shooting people. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know? They be putting antifreeze <laughs> in your coffee. <laughs> okay. So, I take the slap any day yeah, yeah, over the yeah. antifreeze in my coffee. So what I'm saying is that see, I, I'm, see, we make it seem like it's the black woman, right? But uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I will say that it's, it's universal. Uh, you know, I, I, I just—it's not like women can't be violent. It's, women are violent. Yeah. We just treat it differently. We excuse the woman's violence a lot. You know, we—even you know, when I'm talking to my wife about it. It's a, it's more of a justification that she had a reason. See, I don't want to. Uh, uh, uh. I, I, I can't. I can't deal with that. Right. I can't deal with that. You got a reason to be mad, so therefore you take it out on me. Right. No. You know, I, I got a reason to be mad too. I've been a black man all my life. I have been called every name you can call a man of color. Right. I have been treated. I have been, you know, uh, 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 um, shown prejudices openly. You know, all this kind of stuff. I don't come home and I don't, I've never come home and took, and take, you know, take, take, taking it out on my wife. Right. Nor have I came home and taken it out on my children. Right. You, you know, uh, so I, I can't give a woman a pass, you know, because life is hard. Right. Right. Yeah. Life is hard for the dog. <laughs> so they don't give him the right to bite me. That's, right. that's all I can say yeah. about that one. All right. So we're uh, reaching a point of, uh, come to a close on this topic here. So is, is there anything else you like to bring up to close it out? Well, you know, I just, you know, um, all I say is I think every, everyone needs to take back, step, take a step back, take a deep breath and understand if you penalize the man harsher than you penalize the woman, you also are penalizing the woman too. Yeah. You know, if you, if, if you fire me, from my job, whether I be a Matt Lauer or whether I be a, a you know a, a Rice or Agent Peterson, you hurt the woman and the child just like you hurt me. So you know punishment should not be to to the people that you're trying to protect, and that's right. what we're doing. We're punishing the people we're trying to protect. What we need to do is get an equitable system 
that where it's 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 the same justice for everybody. Yes, totally agree. Now, if you're um, watching this on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button and that little bell and turn on your notifications. When you do that, every time I upload anything on this channel, you will get notified when I've uploaded a new episode. Thank y'all so much for tuning in and listening. This is your host, C.B. Baker. Till next time. All right. Now, just one comment for you.